Living Show, a show dedicated to the discussion of resiliency and the women who portray it oh so well. Each week, I will hold a conversation with some of the world's most resilient women. Remember, I am resilient, but guess what? You are too. Let's get started. This year is really moving by fast, but today in the Resilient Living Room, we're going to talk about friendships, how to resiliently survive these friendships. They are so fair weather these days, and people are using the word loosely, but today we're going to talk about how you bounce back from the loss of a true friendship or what you thought was true to that friendship. We got all the answers, and I hope you have all the time. Get what you need. Jump back in the Resilient Living Room. It's on today.
course, you know, that was TLC, What About Your Friends? And that is one of my favorite songs, believe it or not. And even at that time when the song came out, it was so true. We got to think about, are these people going to be around that we're calling friends? And are these friendships for real? Or are they just a facade for the moment? Are people getting what they need out of it? It's just crazy how the word itself has changed, but we're going to resiliently talk about that when we get back from this break. So I want you guys to really be in tune today. Call your girlfriends, tell them we got to have a conversation about this so-called friend thing. the broken pieces to fade and lay your head upon my shoulder till you wake and sleep through the stormy winter we'll escape you know I will be here at the end of the day you know your name When times are hard, I'll hold you close And I'll feel you And I'll do the same You know I will be here at the end of the day Tears falling down your cheek that can't be saved in fears They're stealing from the softness of your face How we pray We'll be turning corners out of this place You know I will be here At the end of the day You know your name Hold you close Just let love heal you And I'll do the same You know I will be here At the end of the day The arms of love will pick you up Wrap you up till you catch your breath Catch your breath and Through the storm and reckless skies And the days and the sleepless nights I'll be by your side You know you're never alone When times are hard Hold you close Just let love heal you And I'll do the same You know I will be here 
At the end of the day You'll know I will be here At the end of the day You'll know I will be here At the end of the day song but you know it's very important at the end of the day this is really a true song for a friend so today we're talking about in a resilient living room friendships and I want to first say that friendships are tested and tried and you, it, it's more of an action to be a friend is really a call to action these days it's not something that you just say and I realize that social media when when you're accepting people as your friend there's no barrier to that to some people in real life they feel as though accepting them as their social media friend by law makes them your real friend and so because there's no barriers you run the risk of uh, associating someone with a title that they're not. And what I mean by that is, you know, we have to really go back and hone in to what made us friends or, you know, how are we friends or what. It's so crazy because the word in itself, friend, has so many meanings these days that you have to be careful what you're calling people because they may not answer to what you think you are referring to them as. And so today we're going to talk about friendships. You know, I've had friends that I've had over 30 years and they are my friends. They are my real friends. They've seen the highs, they've seen the lows. But even, even with that, as time goes, people grow. And so sometimes you grow apart from people, but that doesn't mean that you are no longer friends. And I think sometimes society puts the pressure on you as if you're not in their face every day, if you're not talking to them, if you're not showing up to certain things and buying all their stuff out of their store and supporting them, that you're not their friend. But friends is a verb. Being a friend is a verb, rather. The action of it. Is what's important you know I have some friends that I don't talk to every day but if they need me they know where I am and if I randomly uh, if they randomly cross my mind I'll send a text I'll pick up the phone and call I'll, I'll drive by etc but that doesn't mean that I'm not a friend if I don't show up to the last party or the first baby shower or I don't know the new boyfriend or the current husband, you know, things like that. Like we put a lot of pressure on the word friendship because we want to be able to have people at our disposal and we determine the level of friendship by what they do for us and that and that's not fair. It is an action word, but you know, your relationship with people doesn't make you ownership of them. It doesn't give you power because this is your friend or this is your classmate or etc. It doesn't give you that power to use them to whatever capacity you want to use them to. But today I want to talk to you about the people that you have put in that circle, that you have put in that place, in that box 
that are no longer there. And you have to reevaluate yourself. You can't really be mad at people when they are being themselves. You really have to take onus and responsibility for what you allow people to do. People can only treat you the way that you allow them to, you know? And so friends, it's really difficult. I had this situation uh, where I decided to separate myself from someone that I considered to be a friend. Now, I haven't went through the ranks with this person. We were only collabos and business and different things like that. So I can't really call this person my friend. I can call this person uh, associate or someone that I considered a business colleague. And so it came down to a situation where they actually took sides with their real friend. And I felt abandoned and um, betrayed, really, because, you know, I feel like if I'm spending money with you, we something, whether we friends in a relationship, et cetera, whatever. If I support you to the highest level of support, which is to invest in you, then I consider us to be some some level of friends. We may not be best friends, high school friends, neighborhood friends, whatever, but that's what I consider. To the flip side of that, you know, things, you know, kind of went left and I just decided that, you know what, I don't, I don't need this in my life and I left it alone. And it was easy for me to do it because I did not have that investment past the money that I was spending. You know, we don't spend time together. We don't hang out. You know, this is not somebody I've cried on the shoulder to. This isn't somebody who's cried on my shoulder. So it was an easy cut and dry loss. But I want to talk about those losses that are not so easy and not so cut and dry. The ones where you have shared a pillow, you have told each other secrets, you have, you know, been there for each other financially, emotionally, whatever, you know. And so those friendships are the most difficult ones to transition from because you're like, wow, what happened? So I want to let you know today that that's going to happen. And what you need to do going forward is when you start investing in these so-called friendships, you need to make sure that the investment is twofold. And I tell people this, regardless of a friendship, relationship, marriage, etc., you need to make sure that you are putting in just as much energy and effort as you're receiving. You know, I have people tell me all the time, you know, you are one way around this person and then you're a whole different vibe around this person. And I simply tell them I match energy. If you whatever you give me, that's what I'm going to give you back, because I have overexerted myself before in friendships, relationships, etc. And I have given more of Tia than I have received. And I heard someone say or maybe I read it in a post that you will never get you from other people. And once I read that or heard that, then I realized that I have to start matching energy. You know, if you give me apples, I'm going to give you apples. If you give me apple pie, I'm going to give you apple pie. So when you're identifying these friendships, check the investment. What are they pouring into you? What are they giving you that is providing the same amount of substance as you're giving them? If you're always the texter, if you're always the encourager, if you're always the one sending the cash apps to support, if you're always the one 
that is doing something towards the betterment of your friendship, then you might need to check that because it's one-sided. The friendship should be like a seesaw. When you get on a seesaw, you go up, the person's down. When you're down, the person is up. But as soon as one person gets off, if you're down, you're going to stay down. But if that person jumps off while they're down and you're up, you're going to come down and you're going to come down hard. And so that's the true uh, analogy and understanding for a friendship. As long as we're on this seesaw together, where when you're up, you're up. And when I'm up, I'm up. And when I'm down, I'm down. When you're down, you're down. As long as we're going back and forth with that, we have balance. And we have a true friendship because I can cry on your shoulder when you need it, when I need it. And you can cry on mine when you need it. But if it's ever to the point where the weight of our relationship, of our friendship, it's all on me. I'm, I'm always the encourager. I'm always the one thinking about your best interests. I'm always supporting you. I'm always showing up for you. I'm clapping for you. I'm commenting. I'm in your store buying this, buying that. But it's never reciprocated. That's not a friend. And no, friends don't have to spend money to prove that they're friends. But friends should want to spend money. Every last one of your friends should support anything that you do, whether it's something as simple as sharing a Facebook post. That's free. Your friends should believe in you to that regards. And if they don't, it's not that they're not your friend, but you need to weigh the scale of friendship. I have 13 close friends. Of those 13, I have five closer friends. Of those five, I have two that I know if my back was ever against the wall, those are the first two that I'm calling. That does not negate the fact that it's originally 13. But what it does is narrow down to me the level of friendship that we have. And I think when you identify the level of friendship that you have with people, you won't get your feelings hurt when you're expecting people to be something that they simply cannot be. I have my joking friends. I have my shopping friends. I have my business-minded friends. I have my friends that are going to listen to me gripe about any and everything. And I have my friends that no matter what the topic is, they got me. So once I divided that 13 into those subgroups, I knew who I could utilize and for what I could utilize them for. And it was no pressure. It was no longer, oh my God, I can't do this. I have no friends. No, it's like, I'm going through this. Let me call that friend or let me call this friend. So I want to encourage you today that the people who left, they left because they were not tied to you as a true friend. But the ones who are here, protect them, invest in them, support them, believe in them, because friends are not easy to come by. And I want to leave you with this. No matter what, you be resilient in your friendships, because nothing is guaranteed to last forever. But true friendship never dies. Please believe
going back to what we were talking about earlier about friendships and being able to be resilient through the loss of a friendship, just make sure that you're that person that people can count on, not necessarily depend on, lean on, rely on, uh, because that can that can be stressful too if you are the go-to for everything. But make sure you're a dependable friend and that you're a real friend, that you're honest and that you tell your friends the truth no matter what. You know, I always tell people, don't spare my feelings. If you're my real friend, tell me the truth. And so I want to encourage you all today to go and call your friends, somebody who you hadn't talked to in a long time, who you consider to be a friend, even patch up and mend some fences with some friends. Now, those who you have just washed your hands of, completely wash your hands of that. Don't rehearse it in your head and your mind and say, oh, well, what can I do to repair that? Sometimes it's not you, sweetheart. And we have to accept that, that sometimes it's just not us, but the ones who you truly had value and merit with, call them, text them, write them, send them a card in the mail. Just say, you know what, girl, I appreciate you for being my friend. I love you so much. And I'm glad we are still doing life together because life is short. And if anything, 2020 should have taught you that. So repair those friendships, mend those friendships, make new friendships. I know Drake said no new friends, but listen, sometimes that's what it requires. But anyway, do what you got to do. I enjoyed you all today. Thank you for stopping by the Resilient Living Room. You guys are loved, but most importantly, remember, I am resilient. And guess what? You are too. Peace. Concludes this week's show of Resilient Living. Tune in next week for another amazing discussion with one of the world's most resilient women. Remember, I am resilient, and guess what? You are too. I would love to hear your feedback. Email me at info at And make sure you subscribe to the Resilient Magazine at www.resilientmagazine.com. Come on, ladies. We're waiting to hear from you. Produced by 3Beats.